Uh, we're going to go now uh, live to Belfast for the latest in the counts there in the local elections. Uh, we go to journalist Amanda Ferguson, who's in Belfast City Hall. Good afternoon, Amanda. Um, at last count last night, 462 seats to be filled across 11 council areas. We had 225 of those seats to be filled. Sinn Féin were looking on course to be the biggest party. How is it looking now? It looks as if that's going to be the, the overall picture. We think we've got about 90 or so seats to fill now. I'm in Belfast City Hall where the DUP leader, Sir Jeffrey Donaldson, has just arrived into the into the count centre because some of the Belfast counts only started this morning at 9am. But uh, certainly that um, historic election result that Sinn Féin won at the Assembly elections last year looks set to be replicated uh, today uh, in terms of local government. And I think that it'll be clear that the DUP remains the largest party of unionism. They've taken a little bit of a slap, uh, but are holding up uh, with their vote. And I think that they were aware that they were going into uh, this election with a lot of people quite annoyed um, at them, which is why they ran fewer candidates. But certainly Sir Geoffrey Donaldson has just said that he's happy with the DUP performance and that he's not going to be rushed back uh, to Stormont off the back of the local election. So DUP still holding its own, as you say, making some gains, but losing other seats. In terms of like it's early for the analysis yet, Amanda, but is there generally um, analysis around there being a split now in that unionist vote? And maybe that just unionist voters in some areas just didn't come out. It has been lower than than expected. And therefore we've seen these Sinn Féin gains, but also at the expense of the Alliance Party. Are they getting squeezed? Well, I think that uh, it's clear that there's going to be a post-mortem uh, among the parties about what's happened. All the seats aren't filled yet, but the pictures are that it's a good day for Sinn Féin and that it's a good day for Alliance. I think perhaps Alliance is a victim of its own success in that it's previously surged quite dramatically and there still is a surge in the seats being announced for Alliance, but perhaps not as, as fast as some people might have thought. Whenever it comes to a proportional representation, single transferable vote, uh, voting system, it's not really possible to, to split the vote as such and the DUP will have some of its councillors elected off the back of transfers from other unionist parties and so on. Uh, but certainly the, the, the results aren't a, a huge surprise uh, of the analysis that we went into going into the, the election with the smaller parties uh, being squeezed and I think it's not particularly, obviously the, the electorate can, can vote for whoever they want and, and they seem to be coalescing around Sinn Féin, the DUP and Alliance but there are still people who want to vote for the ultra-unionists who want to vote uh, for the SDLP, but whenever it comes to elections in the north, it's never just about one thing. It's about the, the bin collections and the local council services, but it is also about a verdict uh, on what's been happening uh, in the bigger picture of politics over the last year. But I think moving away from this, while everybody will have the post-mortem, it, it does feel as if it's Champions Day. Just finally, Amanda Ferguson, we'll have most of the, if not all, the seats filled tonight. What difference will it make come Monday morning when it comes to the stalemate, stalemate rather at Stormont? Well, the, the only party that's blocking government at the moment is the DUP, and it uh, is viewing uh, the results that it's getting as a, as a mandate um, that is um, reinforced, um, that it is seeing that the majority of unionists are back in the position that it's taken. And all of the polling up to this point has indicated that the majority of DUP supporters um, are uh, approving of the status that they're taking on the government. However, it was starting to waver towards the end. Long story short, 
the next Roman term doesn't start until September, so I don't think the DUP is going to be under a huge amount of pressure until the autumn. Okay, very good. Amanda Ferguson, thank you so much for joining us. And just to give you the, the readout on seats so far here at lunchtime, Sinn Féin on 125 seats, DUP on 103, Alliance on 45, UUP on 43 and the SDLP on 28 seats. And counting will continue there for the rest of the afternoon and evening with the expectation of filling all seats tonight. Uh, Lynn Boylan, it's a good result for Sinn Féin but what next like what is the plan to actually restore the executive is Michelle O'Neill going to be picking up the phone to someone tonight or tomorrow morning well I think Michelle O'Neill uh, was very clear yesterday um you know, in calling on the British and Irish government now to develop a strategy to get the executive back up and running. The campaign that Sinn Féin fought was a very positive campaign. Michelle O'Neill went into every community. She says she wants to represent all of the communities uh, of the North as the First Minister. Um, and she's been rewarded for that, uh, certainly at the ballot box. So people have sent a very clear message through their vote that, you know, they support Sinn Féin, but also they support Sinn Féin's call for the executive and the Assembly to be back up and running. Are you going to slow roll here? Continue, build up the popularity of Mary Lou here in the Republic and wait it out before you have the big bag moment and really push on here. Like, is there a sense of urgency enough from Sinn Féin, Michelle O'Neill to get something moving? I don't think it could be any clearer about the sense of urgency. People in the North are hurting from the cost of living crisis um, and they are suffering because there is no assembly to be making decisions. We have been calling for the executive to be back up and running constantly. we fought an election campaign on that and yesterday as the results were starting to come in Michelle O'Neill again uh, echoed that call on the British and Irish government to use the the this, the structures that are in place to come together to develop a plan we have between now and September realistically we need that plan we need the executive to be up and running in September Martin Conway it's paralysis <laughs> Lynn says we've a few months to get things moving we've heard an awful lot about the Good Friday Agreement in recent weeks given the visit of the US President mm-hmm. Joe Biden is Fine Gael going to step up to the moment help push it on? Well, Fine Gael have always uh, um, stepped up to the moment uh, Fine Gael believes uh, and has always believed that the people in Northern Ireland deserve a government, should have a government. And, you know, all parties have a role to play in that. And um, the DUP, um, if they were waiting until after the local elections um, to make a decision on what they're going to do, well, the local elections in the North are over now. Uh, so it certainly is time uh, for the DUP to come out and uh, and outline its position. I mean, uh, you know, every week, every month that passes is a month that the people in Northern Ireland haven't got their assembly, haven't got their executive, haven't got their government. And, you know, that's not right. It's not fair. It's not in the spirit of the Good Friday Agreement and it's not what should be happening. Roisin Shortall, we, we keep hearing the Irish government pointing and telling the DUP that the Windsor framework is their best option. Do we just need some new ideas at this point? Yeah, I think to a certain extent over recent months, there's, you know, everything was just up in the air waiting for the local elections and to see what the results would be. And it, there's no great surprises, I, I think, from the, the results we're hearing so far. Maybe somewhat of a surprise about the DUP holding up. Um, And that's all very well. But I mean, where are they going? 
And what does the future hold for them? And that's why I think once these elections are out of the way, there needs to be an initiative now taken by both governments, the the Irish and and, and the UK government, to start moving this thing on. We cannot continue with this kind of paralysis. It's 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 absolutely unfair to the people of Northern Ireland. You know, we need to get back to some kind of normality, and services need to be provided, and decisions need to be taken, and and there needs to be a push now once the elections are are, are complete. On a different matter, Lynn Boylan, you'll have seen Taoiseach Leo Varadkar quoted in the Irish Examiner today saying he will not speak to your party leader, Mary Lou Macdonald, about forming a coalition after the next election. Are you bothered by that? I'm not bothered in the slightest. Um, I didn't read the article, to be honest, but I did see the headline. Um, look, the, the Taoiseach needs to reflect on his, his own popularity in terms of the polls, and that's where he should be focused on, uh, I suppose, like how he's going to deliver for people. He is the leader of the country. We have a housing crisis. We have a health crisis. We have, you know, issues around the numbers of refugees coming into the country and finding accommodation for them. That's where his focus should be on. Um, if he wants to take pot shots at us, that's fine. He went on to say that some of the policy changes that have been reported in in recent weeks, like on the Special Criminal Court, uh, a greater acceptance by Sinn Féin of Ireland's part with the European Union. And he described this as being like, quote unquote, politics for slow learners. What do you say to that? Well, I say that's very offensive language, first and foremost. Um, and he needs to reflect on the use of, of the, the phrase slow learners. Um, Sinn Féin develops its policy at Ardesh. Uh, we always have. Um, we've always engaged with the European Union critically. You know, you can be uh, supportive supportive of Ireland's membership of the European Union but you can also criticise various policies of it. There's nothing uh, wrong with that and I think it's actually more worrying if people are just blindly saying that everything that the European Union does is correct because we have seen uh, issues around uh, European Union policy. Martin Conway of Fine Gael, just on that um, quote there from Leo Vradker this morning, as I say, politics for slow learners. We've had some groups this morning react to that. They say it's an ableist slur. What would you say to that? I wouldn't agree at all. Anybody who knows Leo Vradker knows he wouldn't uh, insult anyone like that. And, well, um, he said well, it and, and no, groups well, who well, represent... If you, actually, if you actually think about what he said, uh, he was actually probably paraphrasing Seamus Mallon's description of the Good Friday Agreement when he said it was stunning there for slow learners. Uh, that, that Slow learners... That's a very long time ago and I think we've all yeah, become a um, little bit you know, more but, thoughtful no, no, and empathetic but, but, about our language. And, and, and by the way, people uh, uh, who uh, have intellectual disabilities aren't referred to as slow learners anymore. Uh, so, it, it, you know, people, you know, it's just like somebody who would say to me, well, even the blind would see that coming. Do I take offence to it because I have an eyesight impairment? No, absolutely not. Uh, so, look, at, I, I think that, you know, it, it, the phraseology here, is, it, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a metaphor for uh, that was used by many people people over the years, including people like Seamus Mallon and uh, you and, know, I and certainly wouldn't be taking offence to it. And very finally and, and briefly Martin, just do you think that Taoiseach Leo Varadkar is though potentially being over optimistic here about Fine Gael's potential ne- next election results no. given the opinion polls that we've seen you've got an exodus of TDs Brendan Griffin John Paul Phelan Michael Creed Joe McHugh is he getting ahead of himself here even talking about not, talks not, with Sinn Féin Not at all because if you look at the polls for, the, last, uh, for the, the four years previous to the last general election they weren't reflective at all when the election uh, actually took place um, I think what, what uh, the Taoiseach is his articulating Fine Gael policy Fine Gael, 
as a party uh, have made it clear that not, not because of the past but because of Sinn Féin policies uh, you know we, we don't feel they align with Fine Gael policies and, and, and as such we won't be forming a coalition government with them after the next election that's only putting our position clearly to the people of Ireland it's up to other parties to put their position then in terms of okay. coalition options to the people of Ireland Okay we'll leave that there we'll take a break right back after this Saturday with Colm O'Mungon on RTE Radio 1 